The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 616. Today we are wrapping up our look at the Force Awakens novelization with a lot of Force-related stuff and a couple of little miscellaneous things to punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and thank you so much for joining me on this little journey, <laughs> journey to The Force Awakens, into the novelization this week. And like I said at the top, we're going to wrap this up with a bunch of Force-related stuff, but let's kick it off with something non-Force-related, or at least as far as we know it's non-Force-related, <laughs> that has to do with Finn's state at the end of The Force Awakens. Now, there's an exchange including Dr. Colonia. Dr. Colonia is the woman who had such a, an incredible bedside manner with Chewbacca when she was fixing him up at the Resistance base on Dakar. But she says that Finn is going to be just fine, and the statement does sort of seem to belie his state in the movie, and it is similar at the end of the Force Awakens novelization as well. Not like we ever expected anything different, and of course, John Boyega is posting all over Instagram about how he's busy getting buff, so I think we all kind of knew that he would be coming back for this one. It's just a matter of when and under what circumstances. And the other non-Force-related thing has to do with an exchange between Princess Leia, or General Leia, excuse me, and Coruscella, who is the you know now long-lost liaison between the Resistance and the New Republic. And there's an exchange about why doesn't Leia go back to Hosnian to try and tell the Senate what's going on with the First Order. And Leia says she won't get out of the Hosnian system alive, that something will happen, it'll look like an accident or some other you know, tragedy that's unrelated. It won't look like an assassination attempt, but it will be. She is certain that if she goes there, she will be assassinated. And I don't know about you, but that makes me particularly eager to read the Claudia Gray novel Bloodline that's coming out later this year that's supposed to focus on her and take place six years before The Force Awakens. That's got to have some juicy, meaty stuff in there that must play into that whole sentiment and that fear of assassination attempts. So can't wait to check that out. And speaking of Princess Leia, though, let's talk about Force-related stuff. There is a moment that you see in the Force Awakens movie, and it is reflected in the novelization as well, when she realizes that Han's been killed, and you can tell that she has that same sort of feeling in the Force that Obi-Wan Kenobi did when Alderaan was blown up. And it's worth noting that she has a similar sensation when the Hosnian system is struck by Starkiller Base's weapon. And as far as her force sensitivity goes, it turns out that she was aware of Supreme Leader Snoke for a long time that he was watching Kylo Ren for a long time, Ben Solo, as it were. And she didn't tell Han Solo about it. The line from the novel says, has Leia saying, I hoped I could sway him, Ben specifically, turn him away from the dark side without having to involve you, you being Han Solo. And I thought that was really interesting on a couple of fronts. It echoes the relationship between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. And obviously, 
they have their differences, of course. You know, Obi and Annie were, you know, Jedis together, and Leia and Ben are, you know, mother and son. So, yeah, there's differences. But the fact that Leia was hoping to control the way that Ben grew up in the Force, same way that Obi-Wan was hoping to help control the way Anakin grew up in the Force, and both of them failed, I thought there was an interesting parallel there. And, of course, the fact that Leia kept it from Han, why she didn't get him involved. And is this because Han thought it was all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo still? And when did he actually convert? Or was this just due to marital difficulties? Was it better that Leia kept these things to herself because it would just tax their marriage? And that's yet another reason to make the Bloodline novel a very important one and a very highly anticipated one. There was also something in there that I thought was a little puzzling, and I'd love to know what you think about this, too, whether you heard it in the movie, read it in the novelization, or both. But there are a couple of different references to Kylo Ren going away from Han and Leia, and sometimes it sounds like he's being sent away for training with Luke, and sometimes it's just him being sent away, but sent away somehow differently it doesn't seem like it's tied to going to luke for training or anything like that there seem to be different references to him being sent away for different reasons and i wonder if that was something that i'm just imagining or reading into things or if that was something that you picked up as well chime in at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com and share your thoughts about that or do it on facebook facebook.com slash sw7x7 or twitter yeah that too <laughs> twitter.com slash sw7x7 x7 podcast there and there's a couple of last tidbits for you one of them happens at the very end and it has to do with ray ascending the steps to go find luke and the descriptive line says that she sees the tramp of thousands of footsteps on the steps of act two and so i thought that was pretty cool it signifies that obviously this is not just a hermitage that luke is at this is actually some sort of hallowed ground that many people have been at before many creatures many jedi presumably and in Ray's forceback vision, there is a scene that is included that wasn't in the movie, and it was of Luke's lightsaber hitting the ground in a grassy place and a hand picking it up. And I thought that was also interesting because for a good long while, there were rumors and leaks and spoilers going around before The Force Awakens came out about a very similar scene. And of course, that never made it into the movie. Don't know if it was ever even filmed. I guess we'll find out potentially when the Blu-ray and DVD and digital video come out with all the behind the scenes and deleted scenes stuff. But anyway, that's possibly where it came from, maybe even just in the novelization itself. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you. audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, not going to leave you hanging. Here's your trivia question. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you who talks first, Poe Dameron or Kylo Ren. And as phrased, I guess it was a bit of a trick question. I meant specifically when the two of them are face-to-face for the first time, who talks first, and it's Poe Dameron. Today's question, what did Rey fix on BB-8 when they first met? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take on Count Dooku all by yourself, 
Check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a crazy spinning alien of unknown origin, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.